Hey there, shippers. We are very excited about today's episode. Today, we are talking about Me Before You with a very special guest. So do we ship it? Listen to find out. Everybody, I'm Steph. And I'm Devin. And welcome to We Ship It Podcast, where Devin and I and our occasional guests come together to talk about the ships from our favorite and not so favorite stories. Today's episode is on Me Before You, Will and Lou. Now, there is a book and a movie to this story, but today we're mainly going to be focusing on the movie. However, if anyone has I might any include insight, stuff about the book. <laughs> yeah, Devin may include some stuff about the book. So, Devin, please feel free. Um, but either way, we know it's a tearjerker. So follow along. Mm-hmm. We love the story and uh, we're super excited to be discussing it. It's been on our to do list for a while. Um and we're glad that we're finally getting around to it. Woo, 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 woo. And Yee. today we have a very special guest. Everyone say hi and welcome Catalina. Catalina um, also loves this story. And she is one of the awesome friends from the world of Bookstagram. She has been following us from the very beginning. And she has always been a great supporter of the We Should It podcast. So thank you for joining us today, Catalina. I'm very happy to be here. Thanks for having me. <laughs> Yay. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> All right. So we're very excited to have you on. Now, before we get started, I just wanted to throw out there this little question we've been asking at the beginning to oh, talk a little bit. What? Are I you OGs? My, oh, I, I have, thought I, I was to prepare frozen myself again. For this. No, <laughs> I <was> no. Like, <laughs> um, okay. So I'm actually wondering, what are you guys thankful for this week? So what's been good in your week and what are you thankful for? I know it's Monday, but maybe in the past (laughs) week or me, Mm. I'm going to actually say it's the cool weather. So we in Virginia, it's like a swamp. Like it's so hot here all the time. And then this past week, it's been in like the 60s. The sun has not been out, which I actually am really thankful for. <laughs> so that is what I'm thankful for this. Week. I know I was talking to someone earlier and they're like, it's not really summer weather, but I'm kind of okay with it. Yeah, I'm fine <laughs> with like, it. I'm, I'm totally fine with it. I Bring love on the nice fall. 60s. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that's like perfect weather. What about it for really you, Catalina? Is. Oh, yeah. I'm be a cheese ball. Um, I, this week, am really excited, like, thankful for podcasts, because without podcasts, like, I wouldn't be recording my first one right now. Oh, so so excited that you're joining the podcast (laughs) and meeting you guys. Like, I feel like if we, like, knew each other in real life, we'd be best friends, because you guys love everything (laughs) I do. Like, all of your episodes, I love. Oh, thank thank you. you. (laughs) BFFLs. We love it. Devin, what are you um, thankful for? For me, I'm just thankful for summer in general. <laughs> yeah. I'm enjoying um, being off today. It was actually my first day of summer school. Um, so I am doing summer school and assisting with that. Um, but it's not a huge dedication. It is a dedication, but it's not crazy. Uh, I have a summer class for grad school that I'm working on as well. But again, nothing too heavily dedicated, but I'm just enjoying being able to make plans and do things and yeah, summer. Yay. We love yeah. summer. 
<laughs> and I believe 500 Days of Summer just came out recently. Our episode yeah. on 500 Days. Let's go check that out. <laughs> yes. Okay. So let's get to talking about Me Before You. So, of course, we want to give you our spoiler alert spoiler. before we move on. If you have not seen this movie or read the book, just be warned that there may be some spoilers coming across in this episode. So... We meet Louisa Clark. Now we're heading right into our summary because I did not feel the need to put a transition phrase for some reason. Um, okay. But we meet Louisa Clark, um, who I love. What's the actress's name? I'm literally in love with her. I always uh, forget. I don't remember. She's the girl from They're Game of good. Thrones, and I'm obsessed mm-hmm. with her. Amelia, um, Amelia Clark is her name. Yes, Amelia Clark. I love. Yeah. I, I like, love. I know her. the last name's the same, but. Yeah, good, good. But yeah, okay, and Sam Claflin and Sam Claflin, who played Finnick in the Hunger Games. Yeah, amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, but so we meet Louisa Clark, who lives with her parents in a very chaotic yet loving home. Um, they are not well off. So Louisa kind of has to work to help provide for the family. She's just kind of been fired from her job at a cafe and she's looking for work when she finds a job being a personal helper to a recently paralyzed man named Will. So he had the perfect life, you know, job, finances. He had, I guess, a girlfriend or a fiance. Um, and then he gets hit by a motorcycle and he becomes paralyzed. So during her first few days with him, he is miserable. So we meet him as like the successful guy kind of for a minute in the beginning. We see his yep. accident and then fast forward to when Louisa meets him. So Lou also finds out from Will's mom. Um, oh, hold on. Scratch that. I'm moving too fast. Um, he be- when he becomes paralyzed during her first few days with him, Lou finds out. Um, no, I'm I'm reading the wrong thing right now. Sorry. <laughs> <That's just funny. laughs> I can't focus for anything right There's now. There's a script in front of her people. <laughs> there literally is. Hold on. It's okay. Uh, hold on. Okay. So anyway. So this is like the saddest part of the story for me, but his old girlfriend comes by and expresses that she's getting engaged to one of his best friends from work. And it's just like a low yeah. blow. We find him at this really <laughs> low, low blow. Yeah, yeah, that's a real low blow. It really is. And then Lou also finds out from Will's mom that Will has given her six months and then he opts to commit assisted suicide. So over time, they continue to get closer and Lou makes it her mission to help him find a reason for living. As the end of her six-month contract nears, Lou whisks Will away on a vacation of a lifetime. And after professing her love for him, he still says that he's going to go through with his plan, which is so Another heartbreaking. I know. It's oh, so heartbroken. Lou refused to oversee him go through with this until eventually she learns to accept his choice and meets with him before he continues with the procedure. In the end, and it's such a beautiful scene when she's in France and the letter he wrote her Uh, and oh my gosh. Um, But Lou plans to go to college and plan for the next stage of her life, which um, Will actually had helped her with by getting her dad a job and a number Mm -hmm. of other things. So he really, really had an imprint on her life. But all right. So now that's our summary. Let us hop right into our question. Let us. Will's outlook on life quickly changes after his accident. So what did you find most difficult to understand or accept about him? Is his rude persona acceptable for what he's been through? Uh, so I wouldn't say I use the word acceptable, but it's like mm-hmm. understandable, not wanting 
um, people to get close to him or like right. being afraid of being close to people. So you kind of come off rude, but I wouldn't say it's acceptable, like how he's rude to Will and like presumably other caretakers. Like in mm-hmm. the beginning, like, like you don't, you can not let people like close, close to you, but mm-hmm. you don't have to be rude either. <laughs> also very true. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, I agree. Um, it's just like his sarcastic nature, his sarcastic rudeness that kind of like becomes very edgy. Um, and I get, I like, I, and I couldn't stand for it when I was reading clearly over time, it got more manageable as, Mm -hmm. uh, it kind of becomes like their communication between Lou and, um, Will, but being rude is never acceptable, but it's more understandable knowing what he has been through and how his life has changed drastically. Uh, He went from someone who lives to someone who struggles to understand what he is living for anymore. Um, He is a broken man. He doesn't know how to piece his life back together in a sense. Um, Mm -hmm. He also just fears being judged. Um, He doesn't want people to look down on him. He doesn't want to be the odd man out. Um, so I understand why he's bitter and cold, but that doesn't necessarily make it right. But I am, I, through the course of the, the text or the movie, you're able to understand why he is the way that he is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I think will, it's so sad because like mm-hmm. he was such a athletic guy he was out there doing all the things you see that through the little birthday video that his (laughs) friends put together for him and so to have him lose what he considers what makes him himself i find that so hard to to grasp and that's why i'm i'm a little bit more lenient i think when i look at him i'm like okay completely understand i would probably be the same like i would you know look disheveled and be angry all the time too but I think, I don't know, like, it's kind of sad because you just, you see his parents. I think what bothers me most is you see his parents trying so hard for Mm -hmm. him and he just can't get past what he's struggling through to like connect with the people around him that love him so much. That's what's so hard to watch for me. Like, I understand being disgruntled, but at times I'm like, come on, just like be nice to your mom already or something like (laughs) that. She's trying so hard. Exactly. (laughs) Uh, But apart from that, like I completely understand it was a big part of who he was uh, that he lost. His mom really does just want the best for him. And it's hard, her struggle, because as any mom like would, she wants the best for her child and to see her her son struggle like she is heartbroken right do they have in the movie because i haven't watched it do they have Devin! in the movie i'm sorry <laughs> i really wanted to i just never got around to it but i read it so there's that good um do they have will's father's promiscuous nature in the movie no there's no i want to say there's like hints of it because like there's one point where Lou is trying to get a hold of him. Oh, okay. and he's not, not really sure if he's at work or if he's not. Right. Yeah. Yeah, because in the but, book he has a girl on the side. Really? So, I don't know. That's why like I like his mom. His dad 
yeah he's he he's kind of he's kind of <laughs> down that his son is holding him back from his <laughs> new life <laughs> yeah well in the movie you don't get that at all that's a well, really that's big good they put so they must have missed <laughs> big things but this this is interesting that i'm glad that you mm-hmm. both read the book because it's a good comparison yeah um, it is it really is mm-hmm. but next question dev yeah, yeah. So when they first meet, Lou and Will are both lost. What makes them feel this way? And how do they help each other get found again? Um, I think so for Lou, I think she feels lost because she feels like she has to live for her family, essentially. Like she feels like it would be um she wouldn't she'd be like ungrateful. Mm-hmm. to her family like if she wasn't helping them out in these hard times financially if mm-hmm. she like decided to want to go follow her own dreams yep yeah that's a great point and, and i didn't think about that what about for will, will obviously he lost a big chunk of who he is not being yeah. able to walk or like even feed himself mm-hmm. and so like stephanie said he's struggling what to live for now like what is there for me right that's so hard but you see it in both of them like you said like lou is kind of actually it might be the opposite like she's kind of a caretaker to both her family and him so she's just giving her life for other people Mm -hmm. and for him like he he can't even live his life in this moment and i think that's why they're so lost and he's already lived a really great life from what from what he talks about so i think it's interesting because he helps her get found again by helping her to realize that she needs to take care of herself sometimes. And she helps him realize that there is some passion to be had in this life, even if it's different than the one he envisioned for himself. Right. So I think it's just yeah. a reimagining for both of them. It, they help each other reimagine what their perspective is in their typical daily existence of the right now, which I think is in the beginning kind of hard to, to watch, but and, and at the end, very hard to watch. But throughout the movie, it's great. <laughs> like, there's some really mm-hmm. fun moments. But yeah. yeah. Um, no, I agree. Lou is just in this period of transitions where she's transitioning from the cafe to a new job, transitioning from her closet bedroom to her new bedroom, like uh, trying to find out who she is. And right. um, she was content with her last job at the, din- at the diner cafe. One of those two. Cafe. Um, yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> but she has like no life aspirations. Um, she just exists and she exists for other people and she just is present. She doesn't necessarily, she's just who I am. This is who I am. I'm just existing. Uh, and she doesn't want or know how to grow from here. Um, whereas Will, like I said before, he's just a broken man and he's lost his faith. He's lost his ambition in life. Um, and he knows what he once had and it crushes him to know that he can never get that feeling back. Um, so in a sense of how they helped each other, I guess, um, Lou won't give up on Will. Um, to help him see what he can still not just get out of life, but offer it as well. Um, yeah. And Will challenges her to experience life to the fullest. Um, he tells her, and this is a quote from the text, um, you only get one life. It's actually your duty to live it fully as possible. Um, so he kind of like opens the door to her that 
there's more to life than just you working and going home and just being with fan. Like, yes, that's great. You need to work. You need to be with your family, but there's so much more out there that you're not even willing yourself to be a part of. Um, I think one of those experiences is when um, they go to the concert and um, she's like, Oh, I don't like this music. And he's like, well, have you tried it? She's like, no, but like, (laughs) I know I don't like it. (laughs) (laughs) And he's like, well, let's just try it. And then uh, she ends up loving the whole experience. And it's just because she never opened her mind to trying something different that um, she doesn't want to, grow she just is complacent the way that she is and so he helps find her passion again in a sense yeah well moving on so why was lou speaking a little bit about lou's uniqueness why was she able to break through to will when no one else could what attracted will to lou and when did you realize will was falling for her Mm. um so i think like even though it was very hard for Lou in the beginning. Like she even like wanted to stop being his caretaker because yep. his sarcastic comments were too much for him <laughs> or for her. Yeah. But I think it's because in the end she was able to just like say, "Hey, stop! Like I'm not hired by you. I'm hired by your." That's mom. such a good moment. <laughs> <laughs> and so I think it's that she was finally able to to put her foot down instead of just like walk away like everyone else has in his life mm-hmm. was to see through that first front of his. And then I yeah. think he was attracted to her because after he let himself open up to her, um, she was so different than anybody he's met in his life. Like her clothes um i'm guessing her humor is a lot different (laughs) yeah yeah like i think her life is interesting because he's never met anybody that's lived a smaller life yep so i think that's that's why he also wanted to help her grow like because he didn't understand how someone could live such a small life either right but you're so right he's so used to people walking out that he just like if i treat her the same way that she's i'm just expecting her to walk out of my life but she like Mm -hmm is consistent. <laughs> He's the rock. Yes. She's the rock. Him. Um, but no, I love her determination, her bright personality and consistent and patient nature allow her to weasel her way into Will's wall and help them crumble from the inside out. Um, I think it's these traits that initially attracted him to her. Um, I mean, how can you consistently be angry at life when you have such a bright personality beaming at you the entire time. It can't. <laughs> um, as someone who dresses so differently and just vibrant and uh, in personality and in dress. And um, I also think it's just the way that Lou puts up with him. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, and in that, I mean that she doesn't put up with him. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and we'll get to that a little bit later, but I think the moment he falls for her is when they um go to alicia is alicia or alicia alicia uh alicia and rupert's wedding um they both let their rupert man uh they both let down their walls and it's one of the moments where lou is not his caretaker but his date and friend and he sees a life that he could potentially be a part of rather than just like sit on the outside and exist in 
he wants to be a part of life, not just like sit there and watch it go by. Yep. So this is a time where he's actually right. <laughs> being a part of life again. Yep. Lou is just so cute. Like, honestly, <laughs> I just sort of am like, so I, I'm so enamored by her because I'm like, you are so different than the perfect, tall, blonde, rich lady mm-hmm. that he is used to. And yep. truthfully, it's a good thing because she grew up with a family that was loving and big and loud. And he grew up, you know, as a single child to two richy, rich parents. And <laughs> so he's never really experienced like she opened him up to a new side of life, which is really mm-hmm. cool. And that side is like the loving, like living every moment in your, you know, in your house, in your area type life. Whereas he has really lived um, a quieter family life, but a more exciting adventurous life. Yeah. So I think they're they're polar opposites in that. They really are, but they connect in that they want to live life to its fullest. Her Mm -hmm. in her birthday cake, like grandpa making her gifts at her birthday party and him in his like, I'm, I want to go to France tomorrow type life. So like, it's very, it's very cute that they come together in their differences they, because they they're have, actually similar. Do they have the scene where he gives her uh, the bee pants, the bee leggings? Yes. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so good. It is good. <laughs> All right. Sorry. Continuing. Um, We're on number four now, right? Yes. Yes. Okay. So let's talk about this title, Me Before You. Um, Who is it referring to and what's its meaning? Um, It always always reminds me of Lou. Like I always think of Lou because um, it always reminds me of like her life before Will was Mm -hmm. so small, like I said. And so it, and then after him, it's become a lot bigger. Like she actually traveled to Paris because of him. Right. And um, it always, uh, to me in my head, there's like a before will and after will. Fair enough. Yep. <laughs> That's a great question. I'm like thinking about it. That's I why actually I'm stole this him. question. <laughs> yeah, you, this is a real English teacher question, Devin. I stole it. It was in the back think- of the book. I was like, ooh, this is a good one. I mean, me before you could mean like he's he wants to die before her could be that like he he Mm. doesn't want he but he also goes before her in other ways too. like he paves the way for her to be able to live her life. He gives her, you know, money or her dad a job or whatever it is. Um, And then with her, me before you is she's his caretaker. So she's the one who's taking the steps before his wheelchair you know, hits the sand. Right. So it's like me before you in a lot of different ways. That's why I have no idea. And I'm wondering what the English teacher among us has to say. <laughs> no, I just, uh, cause I know that the title is so vague and I, I like that nature. I like yep. that anyone can read it and kind of interpret it into whatever they think the meaning is. Um, but I think it kind of refers to their journey, both Will and Lou, and kind of along mm-hmm. the lines of what Catalina was saying, um, that it is, it's, um, it is their story. Um, it's this, this is me before I met you, uh, the old me, the one who's lost and after you, well, that's what the story is all about in a sense. And there's also a sense of selfishness versus selflessness. 
um, involved here as well. She has to learn to be a caregiver and put Will first, but in the end, Will's plan allows her to now put herself first in her new life. Um, so it's all this um, give and take and um, just knowing when you can put yourself like me before someone else. And also when it's necessary to put that person before you as well, as well. Um, but again, I, th I think it just drives back to that natural, uh, this is me before I met you in a sense. And now I have the whole, I hope my whole life ahead of me in a sense. I love that. Okay, so their relationship initially develops from Will's rude comments and Lou giving it right back to him. So how do you perceive this development and is it a healthy start? This is kind of hard for me. I don't know like how to put it into words exactly because I don't know like healthy like that's such a, a such a broad, broad term. term. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and so I, I don't, I wouldn't say like it's completely healthy, but it's not like completely toxic either. Yeah. Because like, I think for a part of it, like they were both enjoying it, like the back and yeah. forth. Yeah, like, it's kind of a cute flirty fighting. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And so um, I would say it's like in between because mm -hmm. it, it was definitely more cutie flirty like towards the end. Yeah. I'd agree with that. <laughs> uh, I, I'd agree. I, I feel like I'm mixed. Um, I love to hate the banter between these two. <laughs> yeah. Um, I think it's toxic at the start, um, but they eventually find a mutual understanding for each other and actually learn to feed off each other's snarkiness. Mm -hmm. um, and it eventually becomes a sign of as to how good of a day Will is having by whether or not he's willing to partake in the banter. Um, she kind of knows when he's not himself, himself, quote unquote, because he's not really responding to her. Um, and I think it really shows that this is how they communicate yep. with each other. Um, is it the healthiest start? Probably not, but it could be worse. So yeah, <laughs> I think I think that his unhealth in his own mentality is the problem mm -hmm. here. It's not oh, like sure. it's not like they're toxic at each other. It's more like he has to deal with his own human dignity and his own value before he can even think about loving someone else. And I think what mm -hmm. she does is kind of open the door for him to start loving himself again. Um, and so I actually think it's like quite a healthy turn of events once he realizes that, you know, she doesn't deserve that type of treatment like he's given to other people and right. that she's actually trying to help him realize how to like love himself again in this new state. So I don't think it's totally unhealthy. I think that he is unhealthy a little bit and he needs to learn how to live again, um, which she ultimately helps him to do. Um, but you know how it is. <laughs> <laughs> All right, moving on. Both Lou and Will have had or are in a relationship. That Neville left Longbottom them played her boyfriend. <laughs> <laughs> I knew you were going to say something. <laughs> um, but they have had or are in a relationship that left them feeling stale. Why do these relationships not work out for them? For Lou, I blame all Patrick. I, yep. 
It's definitely Patrick's fault. He was selfish. <laughs> <laughs> I think I think Patrick just wanted to have a girlfriend to have a girlfriend. Like to check the box. To be honest. <laughs> that's fair. And so I think that's why like he never and he wasn't into things that Lou was. Like I don't think they were compatible at all. I'd agree no. with that statement. <laughs> I for Will. Oh, yeah, go ahead. For Will, like, I'm not sure, like, if... To me, it's hard to say if him and his girlfriend would have stayed together if there was an accident. Like, because it seemed to be good, Mm -hmm. like, when we first met Will. So I I can't give a definite yes or no about that. And I kind of wonder, like, so in the book, you're going to have to tell me because in the movie and obviously she didn't try hard enough. But in the movie, (laughs) his his girlfriend, she said, well, I tried really hard, but he wouldn't let me in. And I don't know for pushing her away. Right. I'm not sure if that's accurate, really, or that's just what she was telling herself. But I'm wondering if in the book it was the same thing. No, she does. She does tell Lou that she did try, but he pushed him. She he pushed her away. Yeah. But there's also that sense of like, did you try? Did, did you? How you hard try? did you try? No. <laughs> yeah, right. it's like it doesn't seem like that's lacking. part of who you are to try to yeah. be a girlfriend to a paraplegic. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It definitely seems like she was lacking the the foot that Lou had when she mm-hmm. was like. I'm not hired by you. I'm hired by your mom. Yeah. Right. No, a hundred percent. And like, she sort of gave up when things got hard. I think that was the difficulty. We don't really know much about her and Will's relationship prior, but when things got hard, she wasn't in for it. Um, So that actually concerns me about her future relationships too, because every marriage goes through struggles. So I'm sort of like, this girl does not have a very strong foundation in her relationships. And then, Uh, Yeah, Patrick, completely agree. That dude is a (laughs) moron and he could not see he could not see that he was basically starving her for like love. Like she basically was like showing him all these things and like wanting. I think they just weren't compatible. Like you said, he's not a bad guy. Mm -hmm. He just like didn't understand her whatsoever. Um, but I love Neville. That's why it's so sad. I love Neville. (laughs) And this is the after Harry Potter stage where he uh isn't necessarily very Neville like. Right? He's kind of <laughs> yeah. grown up. He's kind of matured. Um, but for Will, after the accident, uh, he has to come to terms with his relationship with Alicia. Um, he yep. quickly pushes her away because he knows that he cannot be the man that she once knew him as, and because he d- just doesn't want to string her along or, um, or really. Um, allow her pity in the fact of just staying with him. Um, So later he realizes after the fact that she isn't the kind of person that he would have wanted to be with. Um, She's the perfect girl, but she's not the right girl. Um, She put on this persona of uh, being too much like him rich um perfect in physique uh the tall blonde kind of thing right um and this mentality of living life to the fullest and i think they were too similar Mm -hmm. and he realizes after like when he after the accident that uh when he was with lou that 
I wouldn't have naturally have recognized Lou. She she's naturally the wallflower. She's naturally the one that's invisible, like doing a service for somebody. Um, and he realizes that that's the type of person that he's looking for. Someone who is just casual and just not necessarily in your face um, trying to make, be the center of attention kind of deal. Um, for Lou, Patrick, <laughs> uh, seven years of Patrick. I can't believe seven years. Oh my God. I, I have I, no idea. <laughs> how did that happen? How, <laughs> I don't know how that happened or how it continued to last, last for that long, but there were moments where I was reading and I was like, oh, hey, this guy isn't half bad. And then <laughs> he would get back into his normal running man attitude. Yep. And I was like, uh, <laughs> uh, he just never gets Lou. Um, is he a decent guy? Sure. Does he have the making of a decent boyfriend? Maybe just not a boyfriend for Lou. No, nope. um, he wants her to be a part of his life and what he does, but he won't invest in her own. Um, the only reason their relationship progresses in any nature is out of jealousy, uh, is out of jealousy for Will, um, which is a terrible reason. Yeah. Um, I don't know if you're, I don't know if this happened in the book, the movie or not, but in the book, like the only reason that she moves in with him is because he's jealous of Will. <laughs> yep. 100%. And I'm just, that is not the right reason to be like, yeah, let's take a step in our relationship in our seven year relationship. (laughs) 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 Um, She just doesn't feel anything for Patrick anymore. And their relationship just lacks freshness. And uh, it just, I think both of them were just feeling stale in the midst of their relationships. Um, So, so then they learned what real love was like. Real love. And it only lasted six months. <laughs> but okay. So Lou takes it upon herself to convince Will that he has a reason to live. Is this too big of a task? And is she overstepping any boundaries? Oh, that's in the biggie. Yeah. <laughs> it is a big question. Um, <laughs> I think it is a really big task. But I do think it was one that she was definitely up to. Like yeah. once mm-hmm. Trina, once her sister like gave her the idea, she was like all totally for it. Like she spent yep. all her free time at the library. Like and so I think that she was definitely up to it. It just really sad the ending. <laughs> yeah. Um, and the boundaries, I I don't know. Like that one that that one's a clear like gray for me. Yeah. Like it would be for me if I was in Lou's place, it would be really hard not to mm-hmm. do that. Yeah. Like not to try to show him all these other great things that he could do, even if they weren't gonna be his first choice. Right. Yep. So it's like someone else's life that's also hard to like try to manipulate. Yeah, you can I know. especially someone <laughs> who's in that position, like you can't make the choice for them. Um, because then they're just not living their own life. I don't know. I, I have <laughs> with this. Anyways, this is a huge task for one person to take on their own. And poor Louisa is up for the challenge. Um, is it too big of a task? I mean, trying to convince Will Trainer of anything is a difficult task of its own. Um, but 
this is seriously difficult as he already has his mindset on his plan mm. and as his family and as um, his acquaintances and friends know, like once Will sets his mind to something, he's not giving up. That's why he was mm. so successful in the financial world. He knew what he wanted and he sought after it and he knew how to get it and he just made it happen. Mm -hmm. um, he's someone that has a drive and he, who you can't just like pull away from that very easily. Um, so because he's already accepted that life um, that he is living is not what he wants. He's dead set on this end. Right. Um, and I'm not sure if she's overstepping boundaries or not. I mean, in the moral sense, um, yeah, I don't know, uh, but she gray. was literally hot. She was literally hired for this specific job. Like your job is not the medical. It's to make sure that in six months he lives. <laughs> <laughs> Good luck. <laughs> like literally. that was literally what was on, in her job description. And I'm like, ah, this is hard. <laughs> I don't know. Well, the thing is like, <laughs> it is way too big of a task to burden on one person, mm -hmm. but she loves him. So it's like, I think it's the natural thing that you would try to do, even if it's not necessarily what's best for right. the other person. It's and once she finds out that this is the reason why she was hired, she is so gung-ho about making sure that yeah. like, she achieves this well it's really sad and like i i think she might be overstepping boundaries but i think he also is overstepping boundaries in making this choice i mean that's a whole right. other conversation to be had but i tend yep. to side more with um with lou on this where she was saying you're being really selfish of course i would not even know like i wouldn't even know where to begin in where like what mm -hmm. he's feeling like what he's lost like all the things mm -hmm. that he's feeling so it is very gray for me because i i tend to think first of the people around him who are the people that you're choosing to leave behind because you have pain and like what maybe in a couple of years they'll figure out how to make it better i don't know right but that's just the mentality that I have reading it. Of course, from the outside, it's different. You're not in it. You're not experiencing that pain. You're not experiencing the loss that he's experienced. But right. as an outside reader, for me, it's like, I think he's overstepping boundaries. And yes, she is also overstepping boundaries by hopping in after a couple of months to like save this guy's life. And that's right. why she sets herself up for heartbreak. But in the end, you know, she ends up okay. So, I mean... Whatever we could talk about, morally speaking, it ends up okay. You know? Yeah, yeah. it, it no, works itself out. It does. It does. And and <laughs> Lou, I think, learns a lot from this. Um, but yeah, that's all I got. Cool. Um, so next, if Lou had never worked for the trainers, where would her and Patrick's relationship have gone? <laughs> We're going back to Patrick. Um, <laughs> and do you think he would have asked her to move in with him if he hadn't felt threatened by Will? I think so. Oh, sorry. I just hopped in. <laughs> <laughs> she totally, she could not contain it. <laughs> like he was so oblivious to her feelings. He would have just asked her without even wondering if she wanted to. I don't know. Go ahead. I won't take, I won't talk anymore. That, that makes sense. I, I, I get that. But at the same time, I don't know. Like, 
I don't think he had it it in him to even like process like, oh yeah, let's actually move forward. Yeah. Yeah. Like if it's been seven years already, like Oh true. I forgot about that. Dang. I don't don't even think like it was in his mind at all. He was just so focused on his Viking thing that I'm like, dude. Dude. You even see this beautiful <laughs> girl in front of you. Like he was running triathlons. Mm-hmm. I guess you're right. It's whatever he wanted, that's what he would have gotten. I feel right. like my response is more Lou would have just gone along with whatever he asked her or didn't ask her to do. Yeah, for sure. I agree with that yeah. statement. I, I don't think I think before Will Lou would have just accepted that okay yeah i'm a, i'm ready for this like even though she wouldn't have been happy she would have been complacent and just accepting of it um but when she when he asks her he's she's just like i don't want this i don't yeah. want this yeah. but she has to say yes regardless <laughs> well i think like i i don't remember if his we get like her whole thoughts about it. I definitely think that she thinks it was only cause he right. like, I think she knew it was cause he was jealous of Will. Right. Yep. And so, so she was like, are you just asking me cause of him? Yeah. So do you think they would have progressed? Do you think they would have eventually gotten married or <laughs> just forever been boyfriend, girlfriend? I hope not. <laughs> I think I, I I don't know I don't they'd either like stay I have two ways like I think what happened like they either just like stay in this forever relationship and not really progress at all mm-hmm. or either like he really wanted someone to like run with or something yeah like, I think right. he would have leave left her for somebody else yeah I think he fell in love with someone who at one point they were like aligned but since then he's gone one way and she's kind of just been like yeah i'm not gonna change because you went that way like yeah i'm not gonna give into this lifestyle that i don't want to be a part of just because that's what you chose like i want to be my individual self and right um he's not willing to like come not necessarily change his but at least like there's gotta be some give and take when that happens. Like, yes, go do your thing. And then, Oh, I'll also join you for some of your stuff. Since you're helping me with my stuff, I should be a part of your stuff too. And to be fair, like she wasn't a part of it. Like she didn't really have stuff to do. Yep. <laughs> she didn't really have a life outside of Patrick. Like she had three bubbles, work, Patrick and family. And they kind of just always overlapped. Um, but I don't know. I just feel like I don't think they would have done anything. They wouldn't have progressed. There would have been a, like a stale relationship. Yeah. Um, what are your thoughts, Steph? No, that's basically it. I, I don't know if they ever would have progressed. He, I, like I said, I kind of just reaffirm. I think that she would have gone along with whatever he wanted out of life. And I don't really I think agree. he knew what he wanted. I don't really. I think he knew what he <laughs> wanted, but I think he just didn't really understand that she wasn't the person he thought that she was. Mm, um, that's fair. It's always so awkward when two people are just missing each other. 
Like they mm-hmm. just were constantly missing each other in communication. And I don't know. I just never saw them as a thing. So would they have moved in together? I'm not sure if he took the initiative to ask then probably, but he, who knows if he would have taken the initiative to ask is the yeah. real question. here. <laughs> I love yeah, Neville. I I'm so sorry that you were cast <laughs> this way. Uh, okay. So next question, what do you like most about Will and Lou's relationship? And what is one of your favorite moments with these two? Um, my favorite thing about them is like, the way that they just connect, like after they, they really help each other find new meaning in their life. Yeah. They really, she she helps him like see other things that he can do and bring new, um, new perspective to things. And he definitely helps her like, um, broaden her her perspective and like yeah her ambitions and stuff and actually helps her bring those to life yep i agree um what i oh actually before before i answer let's do what your favorite moment is as well okay and and so my favorite moment between them is when they go to the concert Uh and um I like the beginning, like where he like tells her, like if you're gonna wear a dress like that, you have to wear it with confidence. <laughs> yeah, <That's> so good. <laughs> and then at the end, like afterwards, where he was like, um, "I just want to be a man who's been to a girl and like who's been to a concert with a girl in a red with a dress." Girl. Like, yeah, it's so good. Yeah, so cute. I- yeah, that I love that part. Yeah, that's very sweet. I, I agree because it's this moment of like, I don't want to be the person that I was. I kind of just like want to enjoy continuing to be in my mind, in my, imag- in my imagination, like this man who just w- went on a date with you in a sense. Um, mm-hmm. It's very sweet. Um, what do I love most about the relationship is that they challenge each other. Um, Will is dead set on making sure that she has a future and that she knows that she has a future. It's not just going to be this continual cycle of, okay, this running man boyfriend and uh, her family that is constantly in need of money or um, constantly putting her down. Cause I, although her family loves her, like they don't always respect her mm-hmm. um, and what she does for her family. And um he wants her to know that there's more to life and you have to live a full life. Um, So he challenges her in that way. Um, She challenges him to open up his eyes and try to just sure like you, you're not always going to have the life that you once had, but just to appreciate what you do have. Um, So I love that they both challenge each other to be more and to be different. Um, than what their just complacent nature is. Um, favorite moment. Ugh, we've There's already so talked about many. a couple. We already <laughs> talked about. I love the birthday scene where he blows Patrick out of the water because oh, yeah. <laughs> Patrick. I forget what Patrick gets her, but it's so stupid. What is it? It's I, a. I think it's a necklace that like has his initial on it. Yeah, I don't oh, remember. Yes. <laughs> I, I don't necessarily remember 
if that's the same in the book. I do remember it being a necklace, but regardless, just like, ah, sure. I mean, it's nice, but it's not necessarily anything unique to her. It's not what she would uh, want. Right. Um, and trying to think of some other scenes. Uh, like I said, the concert's great. Their whole vacation is, is great as well. Um, trying to think of some other scenes that I'm just like, yeah, that's a good one. Um, yeah, I think for me, what I love most is that they broaden each other's horizons mm-hmm. in such different ways. I think yes. that it's just so cute. Like, I don't know. They just really respect each other and push each other. And it's really, really beautiful. And I think my favorite moment for them is at the wedding. I love that he shows up with a pretty girl on his arm and he's like, Haha, I'm here. I'm still living my life, even though I was in this accident. And that they have a great time and that they dance together. It's so cute. I think that's sort of for me where I start to sense that Will is starting to really love her, like Mm -hmm. is when they're dancing together at the wedding. So I think that's my favorite moment between the two of them. Yeah, I agree. The wedding is also a great moment. And one that I talked about earlier. There's so many, not a lot of like continuous moments, but they have some strong moments throughout. And I'm like, yeah, yeah. we ship it. <laughs> um, next, uh, let's just discuss. So this is something that happens. in. so for those that are have only watched the movie, you're not going to be familiar with the scene. Um, but for those that have read the book, you will be. And it is the castle maze. Um, so let's discuss how Lou's incident in the castle maze shaped her life and compare this to how Will's accident shaped his life. Um, I know that's not necessarily a question, but I figured that's just something that we could potentially talk about. Right. Um, so for those that aren't familiar, um, I think it's when she's out of grade school, but I'm not 100% certain on that. But when... <laughs> When she's in school, we're just so out of- precious. I'm sorry. So- <laughs> <laughs> um, Lou is um, at a, a party and um, she <laughs> is coaxed into the castle maze by some guys and she gets lost. And in the center of the maze, um, some events happen and we're kind of led to believe that she was sexually assaulted in the maze. Mm, so um, sad. I know. Um, so let's talk about that incident, how it shaped her life and Will's accident as well. I tap out because I did not read the book, but I'm <laughs> interested out. in hearing this because it's huge. I can't believe they didn't include this story in the movie. Is yeah, my I don't know if they just question. didn't have time for it or if it would, was too much of a touchy subject or... Right. Yeah, I thought it was interesting because I first watched the movie and then read the book and I was like, that okay. makes a lot more sense, like right. why Lou is the way she is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but I can like, it's interesting that because when that happened, like she was more like her sister, Trina, like she right. dressed more normal, quote unquote, mm-hmm. and, um, and went out and partied and stayed right didn't stay as much to herself as she does. Um, And so I think that definitely is why when she meets Will, he's like, he thinks that her life is boring in a sense, because he can't understand why she just goes to work and goes home. 
Right. Because, like, when she didn't do that, something bad happened to her. Right. And it's kind of, like, shocked um, her. So, yeah. Oh. Um, so, I think that, that definitely, like, a big thing, like, why it wouldn't make yeah. her, um, like, seem... Well, it's interesting because, like, she didn't start dressing a way like makes her happy until, um, until this happened. Like, so at least like that came out of it. Like, it's really mm. bad thing to happen, but like at right. least she was able to like start dressing in a way that she actually wants to dress. Right. Um, of like it's not sexy and right. I guess would be a word. Yeah. Um, but at least she feels more comfortable being herself in her own clothes. Sure. Absolutely. I think those are both um, traumatic experiences for both of them that kind of take their life to a different place that they weren't familiar with before. Um, she is forced back into this maze by will and his persistent nature and challenging her to be different. She knows, mm-hmm. he knows that he's uncomfortable, that she's uncomfortable with the maze. So he doesn't understand why um, until he has to go and rescue her because she has flashbacks and gets lost in um, the maze. And um, she has to confront her fears and she can't do it alone until she calls her will and will comes running to her running quote unquote (laughs) that's probably bad (laughs) um but he eventually comes and rescues her and takes her out of the of the maze and he it's it's a great symbolic nature of him knowing um him knowing the way out in a sense Mm -hmm. she's caught in this maze and he knows the way through the maze and is able to help her through um by just being her guide uh, and being the person that she needed in that moment. And because when she needed somebody before way back when she wanted to get out of that maze and nobody would help her. Um, So now it's a total flip of that um, happening. And yeah, she's changed um, in some ways for the better, some ways for the worse, but at least now she has someone to talk about, through that incident and to know that um, her life is meaningful um, is important. Um, it's similar for Will and his accident, like something happened and he is a brand new person, like for better, or for worse, he's a brand new person. And um, she is his guide to accept who he is now. Um, so I love that like uh, parallel nature of their lives. Something traumatic happens and they need somebody to help them through it. And Lou and um, <clears throat> Lou and Will are those people for each other. Yeah, that's so important. I'm sad. Like I said, I'm sad they left it out because that's like a huge, it could completely change the story. It's a huge so, character development that is kind of left out in the movie. And then, like yeah. I said, I haven't watched it, but it does show a lot of her character when um, you you get glimpses of her talking about the maze, but you never really find out until she goes into the maze and are like, mm. oh, dang. Um, yeah. That's, 
that's huge and that's it a huge explain, story. explains a lot about who she is and why she's so sheltered and um but yes i'm glad that they have each other yep all right final question before the big question mm-hmm. so will and louisa have differing outlooks on life so staying close to home versus branching out how do they help each other on their journey in discovering and accepting their future Um, I think just going back before, like, he helps her broaden and she helps him, like, kind of um, shorten, but, like, it can still show him, yeah, yeah, how it could still be a good life. Um, And and I I don't know how else to put it, really. No, that's great. I completely agree. I think that their differing outlooks on life actually impact the other person to fill in the gaps that that outlook took. Like, like looking, you know, staying too close to home, you're missing out on a whole other aspect of life and then branching out, you're missing out on the home aspect of life. So the two of them kind of fill those gaps for each other and create like a very whole, well-rounded understanding of how to live well. Um, which is beautiful to see in relationship and, and how to live life to the fullest because will is so like, Oh, you have to do things. You have to go out there. You have to experience things in order to have a quote unquote full yep. life. But like, if you're really going to have a full life, you have to have that natural balance of doing things, but also having that, like um, that anchor that's holding you to your base, which is your, your family, your friends and everything that's like, your core in a sense. So mm-hmm. yep. having that natural have balance. Something to come home to. Exactly. Yep. So and for him, like he didn't like his at least in the text, he like sure he had up like parents, but like it wasn't a family unit because he oh actually he I don't know he also has a sister. I totally forgot about her. <laughs> yeah. Because she's she's not present, but like <laughs> regardless. Yeah. She's not really um, in the movie either. <laughs> Yeah, I think she's only there in the book to like um, be a part of the end, but she's too focused on her future as well. Like she's not willing to set that aside in order to be a part of the family. So again, uh, reiterating that same thing that Will's going through. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Sorry, I stepped on your toes there. All right. Shall we ask the big final question? Mm-hmm. Go ahead, Devin. I'll let you do the honors. Okay. Do we ship it? Catalina? Heck, heck yeah. Woo! I love them. They're, they're my favorite couple ever. They're so cute. Um, I like them a lot too. Like I, I don't know. It's hard because I like them so much that I hate the ending. It's sort of like La La Land in that for me. I enjoyed that movie so much and wanted them to be together so much that the ending just crushed my soul. So, yes, I ship it. Do I ship the story? Not so much. Yeah. I ship them. I I learned to love the story, but I'm still questioning <laughs> why. <laughs> I know I suffer. Why? Um, but I thought it was a good ending for them both. Um, he wanted people to stop making choices for him. This, this is one choice that he c- alone could make. And although I don't agree with the outcome, I think that the journey 
of them being a part of each other's lives and knowing that like, <clears throat> I mean, his letter to her at the end, there was just so inspirational and it was um, that he has set her up for whatever future she wants to take, not just what her parents want, not just what uh, um, she thinks that she's allowed to have, but she, her whole world's open now. She can do whatever she wants and it's her decision. Um, yeah. And I actually know that this is a trilogy. Poss- I think it's a trilogy. Oh, um, I didn't know that. It is, um, but it's not, obviously Will is not in it, um, but it, it sets first. her off. This is like the the starting point for wh- who she is going to become and wow. her journey. I'll have to read um, those books. I know I'm kind of tempted to buy them, but I'm also like, I have way too many books to read as yeah. is. So. We have a lot to read. <laughs> yeah, we do. So okay. yes, uh, ultimately, yes, obviously I ship them. Yes. Okay. Any final thoughts before we hop into guest comments? Uh, I just wanted to add, like, it is, it's hard to understand, like, why he, like, at the end, like, even though he was so in love with Lou, like, mm-hmm. you could tell. Um, okay. I sorry, please talk. Then I will make sure I say my thing because there's one thing I <laughs> okay. have to say, but like I totally forgot about it. So like I think the hardest thing, like the way that his injury was, is it affected his lungs too. Yeah. And so I wonder, I always thought about this. I wonder like if it had been like a little lower down on his spine or like not affecting his chest so much. Would if, he like if he wouldn't have had such a hard time um, mm-hmm. just because he was getting sick and sick and sick. Like yeah. he almost died like how many times in the two years yeah. that, mm-hmm. before yeah. we meet Louisa. That's so sad. Yeah. Um, one thing I definitely want to talk about before <laughs> we close this conversation is when she pours her heart out to this man and he's like, yeah, that's not good enough for me. I'm like, how dare <laughs> you? <laughs> for real. I uh, couldn't even with that scene. I was like, you're really telling this girl that she's not, you're not enough for me. Like you're not. <laughs> oh. I know, and I was so naive the first time I watched him. Like, I totally thought that the way how happy he was, like, at the wedding. That he was going to say yes. Uh, like, <laughs> I totally thought she had him. Like, I was so naive when it came out. Oh, man. I was naive my... this morning when I thought that. <laughs> the same my thing. My heart, man. Uh, I know. I just I'm couldn't so believe sad. that he was, he had the the guts to say like yeah you're not enough for me like i need more <laughs> honestly but like he he still loves her and he still like wants the best for her and um everything but like he understands that he, he, the love that they would have is not necessarily enough for him to want to continue this life and it, my mind just can't necessarily wrap around that but for him right i guess I that was the choice maybe, that- it was something about like also like she would still be a caretaker to him. Right. In a sense. Yeah. Like, it wouldn't. And he be... wouldn't be able to be the man that he wants to be with her. Yep. Yeah. So. Didn't want to trap her into another life. Yeah. Regardless, yes, we ship it, guys. So but man, this ending gets I us. know the ending <laughs> not. But okay, so there you have it. Those are our thoughts on Will and Lou. So what do you all have to say? So our first comment is from Tiffany. 
Hi, Tiffany. Tiffany says, I shipped them, but I had a difficult time with the book and movie. I only read it once, which says something because I don't do that often. I think that <laughs> Tiffany's fair. feeling the same way that we're feeling oh, right that's now. That's so fair. <laughs> um, agreed. And our next comment comes from Julia, and she puts it simply, I love them. It's heartbreaking. <laughs> Every comment we get is like this dichotomy of love them hate the ending <laughs> yes uh oh, that's funny. and we truly appreciate you guys for saying those comments then uh and um a big thank you for uh, to catalina for joining us today thanks catalina yes thank you we had a great thanks time for having me yeah Absolutely. i had so much fun today it's Lovely. great we'll have to have you on again and of course we'll be talking with you on instagram so right always. <laughs> it will be awesome but anyway um as always if you're enjoying the podcast and our ship talk episodes um or you have any comments please rate and review it really helps us to know how we're doing and we'd love to just hear from you guys Absolutely. And it's very simple and easy on Spotify. If you are, if you're listening to us on Spotify, following us on Spotify, cause you can do that. Um, yep. You can just click the rate button and it shows you the four, the four, the five stars. And you got to click the five stars. Cause that's, gotta do. <laughs> that's, that's it. Devin's pressuring listeners. <laughs> <laughs> um, but no, it's really qu- quick and easy and your feedback means the world and it allows others to also find us. So if you would like to join us or send in comments for the show, reach out to uh, we ship it podcast at gmail.com. Um, we love emailing back and forth with some of you and um, you can also chat with us on Instagram or social media. We would love to engage with you all. Yep. And seriously, guys, it makes my entire day when I get an email from one of you, like just Mm -hmm. the other week we did. And I like couldn't stop smiling the entire day. So (laughs) please send more emails. It will never bother us. We love to hear from you. Um, But thank you guys for joining. And remember, you only get one life. It's actually your duty to live it to the fullest. Bye, guys. 